The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Author Revolution Podcast. So this is the final Millionaire Author March Madness podcast episode-y thingy. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> so in case you didn't notice, March was definitely a millionaire author mindset kickoff because I've been doing a lot of work and a lot of thinking around the idea of what it means to become the millionaire author. And as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, I think it's really important that we indie authors start to dream bigger and start to think bigger in terms of what we're capable of, what our writing is capable of, and ultimately what we want to be able to do and impact in the world, right? So this past week has been really kind of interesting for me because I have kind of taken a step back a bit from writing, from um, doing anything with Author Revolution. I've just kind of hung back a bit because it was spring break. The kids were all home. It was kind of chaos, you know, and trying to do anything that requires brain power or quiet <laughs> when they're home is pretty much not going to happen. So a lot of the stuff that I actually did was finish up things that were on my plate anyway. Like the biggest thing I actually accomplished last week was getting Haunted Legacies audiobook finished and sending it off. But beyond that, the big thing I was working on was like taxes and getting my books up to date and all of that, that stuff that you kind of put off because you really don't want to do it, but you know you have to do it. So you kind of do it anyway, even though it's grumpily done. <laughs> it wasn't super grumpily this year, but it took a little while to get books back up to snuff. And so it feels good to have that done. The thing that really helped me shift, though, is in clearing up the books, in having all of my stuff balanced and up to date as of right now, it's a really good feeling knowing that I can see where the money is going. I can see where the money is coming in. I can see where improvements can be made. I can see all these different things where, you know, when it's this nebulous, non-tracked form, I think it's really easy for us indie authors and authors and entrepreneurs in general to feel like we're not making the progress that we actually are making. And so one of the cool things when I did this was I got to see in specific where the most growth was and what I was doing and where the impact was and what obviously I could improve upon. This kind of brought me back around to Abraham Hicks. And for me, I think 
being a millionaire author, it's not just simply about writing a bazillion books. And it's not just simply about being the best at our craft. It's not only about all of those things. I mean, they're obviously important, but it also comes down to what we're an energetic match for. And for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm into a more eclectic idea of what it means to live in this world and how to implement strategies that are going to help us really not only feel more in tune with our own selves, but also kind of grasp the the nuances that maybe we miss in traditional lesson planning. For instance, with this Abraham Hicks thing, I was rereading part of uh, Ask It It Is Given. And I finally reached the part two where there are different games inside of the book. And they call them games because it's meant to help you shift your vibrational energy and help you shift into kind of more of what it is that you're looking for. And so I don't know what it is when you're thinking about playing a game and trying to use, you know, different thought forms and different ways of thinking as a game. It's a lot more enticing than if you're just like, okay, I really want to wish for this thing and I want it to come and I hope this manifestation is going to happen and I hope it comes. When is it going to come? How's it going to come? Oh my gosh, what if it doesn't come? (laughs) Right? So the fun thing about these games is that your mind doesn't know the difference between things that you're wishing for or things that you're imagining or things that have actually happened in your life. So you can be, you know, daydreaming, let's say, about already being the millionaire author and thinking about all the things you're going to do with the money, all the things that you're going to impact with that, all the different ways you're going to be able to spend and focus your energy because you feel supported by money. I mean, all of these things could be going through your head. And as long as there's no resistance there within you, all of that is meant to come into your life. Our desires, our wishes, our thinking is all meant to come to us and flow to us effortlessly. It's our minds that get in the way because we put up these barriers that say, we can't have that. Or my past experiences dictate that this sort of thing is unheard of or whatever. There's a million different ways that you could block yourself from stepping into that new you. So one of the games that came up in this particular thing, which was super interesting, and there's actually three I'm going to share with you. But the one that I want you to really be thinking about and trying out is this one called the prosperity game. And for obvious reasons, I want you to try it out. So here's how it works. For you, you are supposed to be within a certain emotional range. Now, if you haven't yet looked into Abraham Hicks and understood kind of the the process of vibrations, I really do recommend reading Ask and It Is Given. It's a really great book. The really cool thing about it, though, is that you can be anywhere between the emotional scales of joy all the way down to discouragement in order to do this particular game. And so with the different games that they provide in this book, there are different emotional ranges that they want you to be within because otherwise it's not going to benefit you the best because your emotional state isn't quite where it needs to be. So in order to do the game, you need to be between joy and discouragement. And I'll post a a list of what the scale of 22 different emotions is, because it will give you a good idea of like how this whole process works. But the idea here with the prosperity game is that if you are between those scales of joy and discouragement, which is a big, broad spectrum, then you can do this thing where you create a pretend checkbook ledger, for example. And what you're going to do is deposit $1,000 on day one into your checkbook. And you're going to write it down. 
And your job is to spend that $1,000, spend it in quotation marks, that day. So you've earned $1,000. What are you going to spend it on? Your job, your goal is to be thinking about, okay, what would I spend that money on right now today? And then in your checkbook, you write down the things that you're going to purchase, take that money out until you have $0 left. But you don't need to worry that you're at $0 because tomorrow you're going to have $2,000. So it's basically $1,000 per the number of days that you're doing this. And so you could do this for 365 days and have $365,000 that you're depositing in your checkbook on day 365, right? But the idea behind it is that, well, it's a couple of things actually. Number one, you're getting to kind of exercise that imagination of what is it that you really do want to spend that money on? What, what's in your awareness right now? What are the things that you really want to do? What kind of stuff and experiences and different influences do you want to use with that money, right? And it's easy to do when there's just $1,000 because, you know, I say just $1,000, it's still quite a lot. But at the same time, you can very quickly spend $1,000, right? So, but the cool part is then tomorrow you get $2,000. So how exciting is that? So there's this almost anticipatory excitement about, oh my gosh, tomorrow it's going to be even bigger than it was today. And then you get to spend $2,000 and try to figure out what would you spend that on? And then $3,000 and then $4,000 and the $5,000. And it just keeps growing every single day. And so the idea here is that you put yourself and your energetic state into this an anticipatory excitement and almost like this excited joy about everything that's coming your way and all the things that you can start to purchase and bring into your world. And the cool thing about it too is that you're also, not only are you putting yourself in a higher vibration, but you're also allowing your awareness to really understand what it is that you would want to spend things on. Because let's face it, when you get to the point of having $200,000 deposited in a single day, and now today you have to figure out how to spend that, it's a different muscle being flexed than just the $1,000 in that day, right? And so there's a lot of really cool nuances to doing this. For me, one of the things that's been really interesting is that I, you know, I'm really excited on day one, I was excited to try it out. I was excited to you know, figure out like what are the things that are most pressing that I would be spending my money on if I had the $1,000 today. I did all the things. And now that I'm on like day five, it's like now I'm starting to expand a little bit. Now I'm like, ooh, I could hire some help today. I could hire someone to come and cook lunches today. I could hire my bookkeeper. I could, ooh, I could do. So there's all these little things that are starting to kind of pop out that weren't in there on day one. On day one, it was more like, oh my gosh, I want a haircut. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, I need to get these kids some more clothes. Oh my gosh, we need to, you know, get the stuff for our bedroom remodeling stuff done. You know, those were the things. And now it's starting to expand into some of the more beautiful things, the more things that really are starting to help make life easier. And so the fun imagination part of that is that it allows you to explore the things you really do want to bring into your life and into your awareness. I definitely encourage you give it a try. It's called, like I said, the prosperity game. All you have to do is make a pretend checkbook. I literally went to Google and created a spreadsheet where it's like, you know, you're doing a, a checkbook or balancing a budget. It was, I think it was the budget template, to be honest, that I'd used. And all I'm doing is depositing it in there and then deducting the things that I am spending on. 
And it's a lot of fun just to kind of have those mental gymnastics. But the other one that I have found to be really awesome in bringing my awareness and my energy up to a level that I I guess I really haven't experienced a whole lot is by doing the rampage of appreciation. And what that is, is you take a couple of minutes, wherever you are, doesn't matter, you could be, you know, on your couch in the morning with your cup of tea, which is when I usually do it. You could be driving, you could be uh, at the supermarket, wherever. But the idea is to take a look around at all the things that you're surrounded by and just mentally tell yourself what you appreciate about them. Like, what is it that you love about the crystals on your desk? What is it that you love about or appreciate? I like the term appreciate, honestly, because it's different from love. It's different from gratitude. The appreciation, like I can appreciate my house, even though it's not perfect right now. I can appreciate the parts that are beautiful. I can appreciate my husband, even though he irritates the crap out of me some days. I can appreciate my kids, even though they annoy me too. You know what I mean? So appreciation has a different connotation in my mind. And so what was cool was like one appreciation leads to another. And each time you appreciate something, you start to feel better about things. You start to feel better about where you're at and you start to feel better about the day. And the next thing you know, like you're just feeling really, really good. Like the the vibe is just really, really good. And so I do recommend that one, especially if you are in a higher vibration already. I think you have to be in order for it to work properly because let's just say, you know, if you're in a super pissed off mood, probably a rampage of appreciation isn't going to work for you. Let's see what it says here. I've got the book right here. So it says the best place to be in your emotional set point is between joy and optimism. So that's like number five. So between one and five on the emotional range. And so do these sort of things like when you're feeling kind of optimistic about your day or when you're just starting out and you maybe you're kind of neutral so that you can start to appreciate things and set your day off in the right direction. The next one that I want to talk about, I actually learned today when I was reading the next couple of games, because it recommends that you read the games first before trying them out, obviously, and deciding which ones work for you based off of how your pull is toward them. And so this other one that I think you're going to all really you know, love off, off the bat, and it's one that's going to be like, oh yeah, we should have understood this already. It's called scripting. And so for scripting, the emotional set point for this particular one is between number two, which is passion, and hopefulness, which is number six. That's the best range for this particular one. And the cool thing with this one is that we're authors. And the goal is to imagine yourself as a writer who that whatever you write down on the page, whether it be handwritten, on a typewriter, on a computer, wherever you write, whatever is put on that page comes true. So you are in a magical land, you are in supernatural world where no matter what you write, it will come true. Plain and simple, there is no other way, right? So your goal though, is that you are you and you are writing on your magical typewriter or your magical keyboard or your magical computer or your magical laptop. And you're writing knowing 100% that what you put on this page is going to come true. So you write exactly how you want your life to unfold. The things that you're trying to manifest, you're writing them down as if they are coming true right now. And you're writing them in a, in a script. You are putting it down as if everything you want is coming true because you know that this, it, it can't go any other way. You know it can't go any other way. 
And the cool part about this is that it lowers your resistance. You know what I mean? It suspends that disbelief of, can this come true? How is it going to come true? When is it going to come true? All those things that are kind of keeping us stuck, the, the resistance that crops up because we don't know how and when and if and all of those things that kind of holds us back from being able to embrace the person, the author, the creative that we're trying to become, all of those things get in our way. And so this lowers that resistance so that you can go ahead and in that moment, imagine. And if you're a writer, we imagine all the time, right? So why not imagine you're writing on a magical keyboard? I mean, how much fun is that? And so write down all the things that you want. Write down, you know, when you want to have your millionaire author career happen. Write down what you want to spend your money on coming up next. Write down all the experiences that you want to be having and write them down knowing that they are coming true right now. And it's super cool. So that one I haven't tried yet. And it's something that I'm going to be working on later this week. But I, obviously, I just read it today. So it's one of those things where I, I'm, I'm really kind of ruminating about it and thinking about it while I was cleaning my office, <laughs> getting the energy ready for this sort of thing. And so I want you, as we're heading off of this final Millionaire Author March podcast, I want you to be thinking about what are your goals? What are the things that you're trying to bring into your life right now? What is it that is holding you back? What is it that makes you think that a millionaire author career isn't possible? What are the things that make you feel like you're stuck? Start considering those things and start working on ways in order to shift that energy and shift yourself out of that mindset. Because if there's one thing that I've learned over the years, it's that our energy impacts dramatically what we are able and capable of bringing into our lives. Like if we're really closed off, we come across closed off to the rest of the world, even though we don't think that we are. And so if we are in a better place, if we're in an excited and enthusiastic state, that comes across. And all of the people start to see that enthusiasm. They want more of that. And they want to see you with that. And they want to become a part of that. So it's kind of our job, in my personal opinion, to find ways to elevate not only ourselves, but elevate the community around us because we can do some incredible things with just our love and our excitement for what it is that we are doing. Because that's the whole point of doing this, right? It's the whole point of writing and being these creative, wonderful people. It's to love what we do and to continue to do it. So this might be the last podcast episode for the Millionaire Author March, but it won't be the last podcast episode, I'm sure, on the topic of millionaire authorhood. But if you want to further your experience in this going forward, don't forget that we do have the Millionaire Author Challenge that's coming up April 18th through the 22nd. So all you have to do is head over to millionaireauthorcoach.com forward slash challenge in order to get signed up. We're going to be kicking everything off. It's going to be a lot of fun. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not quite sure where this is going yet. Like, it's a challenge. I want other people to kind of get in on this thing and get excited about it and see what's possible. And maybe it'll turn into a, an online course. Maybe it'll turn into a community. Maybe it'll turn into a book. Maybe it'll turn into everything. I don't know. But I want to just see what happens with it. And I want to see where you guys feel like it could go and get your impression on what you would like to see coming out of it. 
So it'll be a lot of fun. So I hope you will join us. Again, that's millionaireauthorcoach.com forward slash challenge to get signed up. And uh, if you want to get the link directly, or if you want to get the transcript to this particular podcast episode, all you have to do is head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 126. Holy cow, it's 126 episodes. My mind is still like, how did that happen? (laughs) I think I say that every time. Well, that's what we have going on this particular month. I hope you've enjoyed this millionaire author mindset stuff. I know for me, it's just, I don't know, it's been a real joy to dig into it and to learn more about the energetic work. I mean, I'm a Reiki master, guys. I love energy work. I love the concept of energy. And I know I am particularly susceptible and influenced by energy and I can feel it. So for me to kind of play in that energy, it's different. It's different from just, you know, working constantly. It's different from just doing things all the time. And so I hope you will join me. I hope you will embrace this idea of lifting your vibration up a bit because I think the world, not just we indie authors, but I think the world needs it. There's a lot of darkness. And I think it's time for us, especially those of us who are light workers, you know who I'm talking to. I I know you're out there. (laughs) We need to raise the vibration. We need to elevate ourselves, elevate the communities around us and elevate our lives because that's what we are here to do. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm going to be kicking off my first couple of chapters for Midlife Wolf Pack. So I'm very excited to finally get into that and kick off my six week writing sprint. So I hope you guys are getting excited to do the same or do something similar. And hopefully I will see you in the Millionaire Author Challenge coming up soon. Go forth and start your millionaire author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.